She slid the door open gently, quietly, and walked past the little boy. Whitney followed. Kemi knew this house. She had grown up in one so similar. Light seeped through the back bedroom door, but the other rooms were dark. She followed the smell to the vampire's room, paused for a moment to remove her mallet and stake, then eased the door open. Dark and smelling of rot. Not supposed to go in there. The little boy's voice or her brother Ben's. She didn't know. Her hands trembled like they had before. It was the only way, the only solution. If she didn't, he would hit Ben again and maybe kill him, like he had killed that woman in the parking lot, like he had threatened to kill her. Her eyes slowly adjusted. Pictures hung on the wall. The windows had been boarded up. No light fought its way into the darkness. Wait, Cammy. Cam, Cam, wait up. But she couldn't wait. She held the stake and the mallet, dowel and hammer, too big for her small hands, before her like torches. The bed dominated the side of the room. She could barely see it in the dark. A thin light came in from the hall, providing just enough illumination. Cammy walked to one side of the bed and saw him sleeping there, so peacefully. His hands clasped over his belly, his feet crossed at the ankles. His lips were slightly parted. In sleep, he had no wrinkles at all. He was as handsome as he was in the picture she kept in her bureau drawer, the one of him holding Mom's hand. She kept it because Mom was smiling. Cammy knelt. A hand touched her shoulder. She didn't turn, didn't want to see Ben. She placed the dowel over the vampire's heart and brought the hammer down with all her strength. He roared and sat up, foul breath covering her, stolen blood spattering walls. She pounded again, ignoring the nails raking into her skin, the two strong hands yanking at her wrists. She had to keep going. She had to, for Ben, if not for herself. He thrashed, kicked, his foot connecting with her shoulder, nearly knocking her off balance. But she clung to the dowel, kept pounding. Blood gushed from his mouth, through his fanged teeth and across her hands. Still she pounded, thinking it would never end. The stories were wrong. Vampires never died. They sucked life's blood forever. Then he stopped. His hands slid down the bed's side and shredded, skin drying and flaking, the bones yellowing with age. Behind her, a child cried, a little boy, Ben, but she ignored him, leaned her head on the dowel and took a deep breath. Daddy, she whispered, but he didn't answer. He would never answer. He had been dead a long time. She rocked back on her heels, turned and saw Whitney staring at her, his skin white. He clutched the little boy against his chest. The child shouldn't have been here, Whitney said. He would have known anyway, Cammy said. She stood up and wiped the blood on her jeans. Her last vampire. Now, finally, she could move on. Let's get his things, take him back to the center. Anita will take care of him. She restrained an urge to reach out to the child. She had done that once, with Ben, a long time ago. It was one thing to see your father killed. It was another to be held by his killer. 
He'll survive, she said. We did. Then she left the bedroom to wash the blood from her hands.